across the meadow. Hoo, hoo, hoo. He'll be here any second. The fox, in a flash of black and white and red, swooped down upon them, flushing out other creatures before him. Waldo Woodchuck, Ralphie Raccoon, Stanley Skunk, Dottie and Ditto Field Mouse, and Girdle the Turtle, who simply stopped and disappeared inside her shell. Great Granddaddy dropped his walking stick and ear trumpet and leapt on Ralphie's back as he passed. Nellie, Rufus, and all their babies, any one a tasty meal for Wiley, ran for dear life, just inches ahead of his snapping jaws. Girdle peeked out and saw the whole Briar Patch gang running in a giant blurry circle round and round a sassafras tree, taunting Wiley as he nipped at their heels. Well, a crazy, crazy place, race, 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 race. Every day's a crazy place if we don't learn to run fast. We'll be a Wiley's breakfast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Old Wiley Fox, where is to no avail? You'll be chasing your tail. Suddenly, a human figure jumped directly in front of the fox. Stop! The fearsome chase was halted by Willie Brown the one human friend to the briar patch creatures. The startled fox wheeled about, tucked his tail between his legs, and ran. Willie Brown was only ten years old, but his acquaintance with the briar patch folk had begun with an encounter with Rufus Rabbit years ago. It had grown into mutual trust and love. Willie was a very special boy. As the fox disappeared down the path, the animals hugged and greeted Willie. Why, Dotty Fieldmouse ran right up his overalls bib and planted a tiny kiss on his cheek. Waldo Woodchuck, still winded from the chase, was the first to speak. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Willie. That was a close one. Wily Fox is a bully. He backs down when someone bigger comes along. Willie seated himself on a fallen log. The animals formed a semicircle in front of him, and all eyes riveted on his serious young face. I have some bad news, friends. My father is going to sell the briar patch. A quiver of concern rippled through the gathering. Nellie was reassuring. Oh, he's threatened to do that before, Willie, and you always talk him out of it. Not this time, Nellie. The taxes have become so high, he just has to sell. He's going to sell to a Mr. Contino, who's just moving to the farm next to ours. Mr. Contino's a contractor, and he's going to cut down the briar patch and build houses. <gasps> there was an audible gasp from all the animals. Then Ralphie Raccoon, wringing his delicate hands, wailed, Ooh, ooh, what are we going to do, Rufus? I don't know yet, Ralphie, but Nellie and I will think on it. In stunned silence, noses and tails dragging, the animals began to disappear one by one into the briars. Willie called after them. I'm so sorry I had to bring you this sad news. I love you all so much. Only Rufus and Nellie and their family lingered for a moment to comfort the boy. Nellie touched his hand. There now, 
not your fault, Willie. You warned us, and we thank you for that. The boy stroked the rabbit's heads, then turned and ran down the path, leaving Nellie and Rufus in silence. The babies watched and waited to see what their parents would do. Rufus and Nellie clasped hands in their characteristic way of using dance to express their feelings, but this time their steps were slow and mournful. The baby rabbits followed them out of the clearing in a solemn procession, and the mossy path was damp with rabbit tears. Not a mile away, at the very same time, the Contino family, Mr. Contino, Mrs. Contino, and their nine-year-old daughter, Kate, carrying clothes and personal possessions, opened the front door of their new old farmhouse. The moving van with the furniture had not yet come. Mr. Contino and his wife exchanged first thoughts. Well, here we are, my ladies, the Continos in the country. How do you like it? It's beautiful, but I doubt I'll ever get used to having nature at my back door. <laughs> <laughs> the man and woman laughed, but Kate just shrugged her shoulders and plunked down on a box. Her mother was concerned. What's wrong, Kate? Don't you feel well? I miss my friends. I don't know anyone here, and I probably never will. Patience, Kate. Mrs. Contino rummaged through a carton. Friendships take time. Here's one old friend you brought with you. Her hand came up with an oblong black case. Take your flute and music book out under that pine tree and see how it sounds outdoors. You've helped us enough with the boxes. The movers will be bringing the furniture any minute. The idea appealed to Kate. She truly enjoyed playing her flute. Sitting on the soft pine spills, her back against the tree trunk, her music book open to a new exercise, she began to play the notes B, A. A little bird answered with the exact same notes. For a moment, Kate thought it was an echo. Then she spied the little bird on a branch, just a few feet above her head. She changed the notes to A, G, and so did the bird. She was thrilled. It was a musical conversation they were having. Birdie! Singing! B-A! A-G! How do you know? B-A! A-G! Maybe you knew the song you sing before I knew a song to sing at all. Birdie singing B-A 
Willie Brown walked out of the briar patch, taking a shortcut to his house. He was so lost in his own gloom, he'd forgotten that he now had neighbors. Kate saw him first and spoke. Hi, my name is Kate Contino. We've just moved here from the city. Yeah, I know. I'm Willie Brown. I live next door. Willie, I was sitting here feeling all alone playing my flute when the most wonderful thing happened. A little bird sang my music lesson with me. The exact same notes. That must have been a chickadee. There are lots of them in the briar patch. I've just been there to tell Rufus Rabbit and all my animal friends some very bad news. They're really your friends? You really talk with them? Yes, I grew up in this briar patch. They trust me. Wow. Kate was impressed. But what's the bad news, Willie? I had to tell them that my father was selling your father the briar patch to build houses. So, is that bad? People do need homes. It's a disaster for the animals. The briar patch is their home, the safest and best place in the whole wide world. Then we can't let it happen. You mean you'd help me do something about it? Yes. We must talk with our fathers about the animals. I know my father wouldn't want to hurt anyone. Say, maybe my father could sell the briar patch to the townspeople for conservation. I've heard of other properties they've bought. Oh, yes. And maybe my father could buy a different piece of land for his houses.